Hi, I'm Lisa Vondrasic, and I am the curator of the Children's Literature Research Collections of the University of Minnesota, and welcome to Read This Book. Today, we have a very special guest. I'm Cody Hennessy, the Journalism and Digital Media Librarian here at the University of Minnesota, um, where I work with students and faculty in journalism and mass communication. And uh, the digital media part is I work with researchers doing all sorts of computational research, so using technology tools to work with a lot of books as opposed to just maybe reading one book at a time. And tell me about the book you brought today. You can hold on to yeah, it if you'd like. Sure. So this is Artificial Unintelligence by the scholar Meredith Broussard. And um, Meredith Broussard is a professor at NYU and also um, a data journalist herself. So she does journalism, I believe, for The Atlantic. Um, and this is a book about sort of what she calls techno-chauvinism, so the belief that technology is the solution to all our problems. And she sort of unpacks that. And I really love this because she's into technology. She's a technologist. She knows how these tools work. And she sort of walks you through how they work. And th then she explains why, for certain problems, they're actually not a very good solution. Can you explicate about a problem? Sure. Yeah, so one example she gives is a pretty simple one, which I like, which she looked into. She lived in Pennsylvania, and she has children in the public schools, and she was looking into um, textbooks and sort of how could students best prepare for tests, right, the sort of standardized tests. And as she started looking into it, she found that essentially the state doesn't provide enough money for students to have textbooks, but at the same time, they had invested a lot of money into a system to track the inventory for textbooks. And so the idea, the sort of techno-chauvinist idea is that there must be some technology to help us solve this problem when there's a very simple solution to the problem, which is like give enough money so that every student has the books they need to study for the tests. Uh, now the subtitle is How Computers Misunderstand the World. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that subtitle? Yeah, so I think one way she sort of differentiates it, so if you've heard of artificial intelligence, there mm -hmm. are two sort of strands that she describes. So one is what she calls narrow AI, narrow artificial intelligence, and another one is more general. And general artificial intelligence is what a lot of us tend to think about when we think of artificial intelligence, which is like robots walking around, talking to each other, actual intelligence, like human intelligence. And what she describes as sort of what's happened in recent years there's been an explosion in artificial intelligence, but it's been in narrow artificial intelligence. And you can do amazing stuff with that. So you can, like, Google Translate, right? Um, it does amazing stuff in understanding written languages and helping translate those across different languages. Um, but there's no understanding, sort mm -hmm. of, in that process. And so the idea that a, a sort of artificial intelligence can actually understand and solve things for us is still mm -hmm. a sort of fictional idea, and there's not much um, it's real evidence. It's speculative fiction. It's speculative, yeah, which yeah. is also fun, but a lot of us, but I it's think, not the real world. Yeah, we absorb that for movies, and then we stop thinking about what's actually happening, yeah, sort of like, in the code. Can't somebody do something about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be nice. It'd but, be nice, yeah. but so this is reality-based, mm -hmm. informational book. Um, would you consider it a fast read? I would. So I think a lot of the chapters are probably developed out of um, stories she's written mm -hmm. um, for The Atlantic or other sort of outlets mm -hmm. or, and sort of building on um, some of those projects and then sort of wrapping them up under this theme. So it's also a book you can sort of dip in and out of. 
um, you know, you don't have to read the whole thing. And yeah. I know exactly who to give this to. I have a godson who's in his 20s who is getting his graduate degree in math. And I think oh, he perfect. would enjoy this as a light read. Yeah, yeah. For him. So, well, thank you very much yeah. for coming to read this book. And that's all we have time for. Great. Thanks for having me.